T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, uh, every now and again, I like to tell you what I think you might like on uh, Netflix, and it really depends on what you're into in general. Uh, we all have different tastes, we all have different interests, and uh, I, I'm all about true crime and documentaries and stuff like that. So on Netflix, um, I told you that there's a movie which is, I think, worthy of your consideration, even though it is not based on historical fact. It's loosely based on historical fact, but it isn't really based on history. It's the big picture, okay? It's the it's uh, legend, and it is the uh, fanciful story of a couple of guys who were big mobsters in London in the 1960s, the Cray Twins. Um, it is a, to me, it's a, it's a highly entertaining movie, even if I know that things as portrayed in the movie didn't really happen in real life. I mean, or they happen, but not in quite the way portrayed in the movie, if you catch my drift. But that is a, a really, um, I, I find it to be a terrific movie because the, the acting is, it's so good. The acting is just so good. And I love the car that the Crays are driven around in, I believe, don't hold me to this, I think it's a 64 Ford Galaxy, and I want one. I want a 64 Ford Galaxy now, but it's got to be in mint condition like the one in the movie. It, the movie is, it's good. It's If, if you're into uh, uh, Goodfellas, if you're into Sopranos, that kind of stuff, I think you might like Legend, but watch it with the subtitles turned on. Because um, they speak English English, not our English. They speak Cockney. And sometimes a little hard to understand, you know? It's a little hard to understand, uh, right? Uh, so it, but I'm going to save you some time on a movie that uh, came across my attention last night. It was made in 2020, and it starred Tom Hardy, H A R D Y, Capone, 2020. It's the story. Of Al Capone, it's an exciting story, a family-friendly story, not really, of Al Capone dying of neurosyphilis in Miami, Florida. And I started watching this movie. Have you ever watched a movie and you kept watching it because it was so bad? I, there was another movie I told you it was just, oh, Meyer Lansky. It was a movie about Meyer Lansky with Harvey Keitel. They could have saved time and just put it right in a landfill. Not even, if Harvey Keitel cannot save your movie, your movie cannot be saved. 
It cannot be saved. It could have been so good. It re- a story about Meyer Lansky could be a box office smash. It would be a best-selling box office smash, marketed the right way, the right promo with the big voice guy in the 1930s. You know, one of those things, could it could have been so great. But, oh my goodness, the Lansky movie with Harvey Keitel, oh my goodness. I love Harvey Keitel, but that movie, if I was Harvey Keitel, I would demand that it be erased from the face of the earth immediately. It was just dreadful. And the Capone movie is just terrible. Now, there's a lot of movies about Al Capone, okay? Um, But this one I'm talking about was in 2020. That's when it was released. And it starred Tom Hardy. The best part of the entire movie was the guy who played Al Capone's son, Sonny, was Mickey on Shameless. He's one of these, he's from Canada. He's one of these actors. Yeah, I'm watching him and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm not really good with faces. Okay, if if you've met me out, you know. I don't remember you from one week to the next. And don't take that personally. It's a real, it's an issue that I have. I've always had it. I'm just not good with faces. But I'm watching this movie, this Capone movie from 2020 last night. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the TV. I'm literally pointing at the screen. That's, um... That's, I I know him, I know that face, and I'm racking my brain. Where do I know that face? From where do I know that face? And I finally gave up, and I looked at the uh, Capone cast, and then I looked up the name of the actor, and I saw Shameless. It jumped out immediately at me, and then every time thereafter he showed up on screen, all I could think of was Mickey from Shameless. And I expected him to drop his pants and and start doing what Mickey usually did with Ian on the show Shameless, which, by the way, jumped the shark um, about five seasons, six seasons in. And when Fiona left, it was all over for Shameless. It, it just got, it got very bad. That, that's a show that got canceled that, frankly, I don't miss. Some shows just go too long. Like this one. Some shows just go on way too long. Too long. Uh, but save yourself the agony. The Capone movie from 2020. Let me just give you some of the lines Tom Hardy had to remember as Al Capone. Okay, are you ready? And then the sound of bowels voiding, okay? That is what he had to do for the movie. It was, um, like I said, it was so bad. It was like, I'm sorry, watching something going to happen that you don't really want to see, but you know you're never going to see it again. Look, it's a duck eating a hippopotamus. I don't want to see that, but how can I possibly not watch? Um, But anyway, poor duck. You got full. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, share that with you. just to save you some some time, because we talked about what you're watching on uh, Netflix and everything else. Barbarians. Somebody called in on Barbarians on Netflix when we did that show about TV. I, 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 dude, I don't know what you're smoking. I, I tried watching one episode of Barbarians, and I just I, I just couldn't get into it at all. It just it wasn't. It just it didn't do anything for me. But don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Maybe it's something you grow into. Like, I've told this story a million times. Godfather, one of the greatest movies 
ever made in the history of film. And the cast never was supposed to be the cast it turned out to be. And when they were making the movie, they actually had to partner up with the Columbo crime family in New York City to get it done, or it wasn't going to get done. Um, but I couldn't get into it. The first few times I watched it, I'd fall asleep. About 10 minutes into the wedding scene, I, that would be me. Then I finally watched the whole thing. Uh, that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's incredible. It's amazing. And it's one of my favorite movies. So maybe I just didn't give Barbarians uh, enough time. But do you remember a few weeks ago, we did a show on your go-to funny movies. Do you remember that show? Your go-to funny movies. Um, and we had a big response to that and got a lot of good ideas. And it's a mad, 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 one more, mad world. Really is funny. It, it, it's funny. But here's what I found interesting about it is uh, that movie was really the basis for a movie later on called Rat Race, about which I've talked, which stars a lot of famous people. John Cleese, Whoopi Goldberg, Seth Green. Do I really need to keep going? John Lovitz. It was just a whole bunch. It was a star-studded cast. And it was it was super funny. Super funny. I thought it was funnier than it's a mad, 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 mad world. But I want to take some time today... Uh, to get some ideas from you, because look, there are times when we all need a pick-me-up, right? There's times we all need a laugh. We all need a laugh. And I want to get your take. And I cannot guarantee that I'm going to know every single person that you name on this on this program, okay? Because we have a huge media world now. It's no longer the five local TV stations. It's a million channels everywhere. So you might very well have somebody in mind that a lot of people are big fans of, but I might never have heard of this individual. But I, I find myself, and I don't know if I should admit this, but you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys because that's just the best policy because, frankly, I can never keep the lies straight. But uh, – I listen to a lot of a lot of comedy, a lot of comedy, and one of the saddest things for me, anyway, is leaving the radio station and turning on certain stations and hearing the content of this channel is not available right now because of a live sporting event, but you can stream it online. No, I don't want to stream it online. I want to listen in my car on the radio. Thank you very much. I like Comedy. In fact, I love comedy, and probably against my better judgment, but there are channels out there like Comedy Greats, um, Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup, Laugh USA, Raw Dog Comedy. There are some channels out there that, frankly, I go to because I want to laugh. If I am doing a drive of any distance, it is not unusual at all for me to spend the entire drive listening to comedy, Lis listening to people doing comedy. And I think we all have our comedians that are our go-to comedians, okay? Unfortunately, most of mine are no longer alive, and it really sucks to listen to somebody's bit and then look them up online 
only to find out, oh, they died like 20 years ago. Well, that kind of sucks. But George Carlin, to me, if, if I had to pick one out of all time, as far as a go-to comedian, it would be George Carlin, with the exception of some of his last work. Some of his last work, to me, was very bitter, and it was very angry. It, it, it was less cerebral and less comedic, and it was almost um, to the point of being dark, if you can understand what I'm saying. And I think some of that change in George Carlin may very well have come about from his uh, health issues, particularly his cardiac issues, because those can those can mesh up, no fooling. But George Carlin, to me, disregarding the very last body of his work, George Carlin, to me, is the must-go-to guy for comedy. And, you know, we always go back to what is familiar to us. And I realized just the other day exactly why. When I was a little kid, I bought every Cheech and Chong album I could. Is it heavy on drug references? Uh, yeah, but were there plenty of other things they did that were really super funny, like the drive-in one? Absolutely. Cheech and Chong were absolutely meant to be together as a comedic duo. I still love Cheech and Chong. I absolutely Look, I'm not I'm not really a doper, okay? And they were the dopers comedians back in the 70s. So I, I still get a kick out of Cheech and Chong. But there are people that uh, I've discovered relatively recently that have become go-to comedians for me. Like, when I know they're going to be on, I will listen. In fact, I, I get so impressed by what I hear in little snippets that I'll go online because I want to hear their entire bit. I want to hear the, everything they do. And one of those guys is Mitch Hedberg. Um, I mentioned Mitch Hedberg what, about half a year ago, I think. Mitch Hedberg, to me, is just so unique, so incredibly funny, so amazingly amazing, I just cannot get enough of the guy. And there's got to be hours and hours of material that is on tape that his wife has or his widow has that should be released. Maybe remaster it and release it so we can get some new Mitch Hedberg. But it is impossible for me. Impossible. I, I had to drive downtown one morning and uh, they were doing, for whatever reason, it wasn't the anniversary of his birth or his death, but they had Mitch Hedberg from the start of my drive to the end of my drive downtown. I didn't touch the radio. I was, I was just laughing. I've heard these bits a million times, but they're still funny. Mitch Hedberg. It's the timing. It's, for, it's the material. It's the timing. And it is the delivery. And Mitch Hedberg was like, uh, he, he looked like a guy who wanted to be a rock star, but he was a comedian. And he did this thing where he would bring later on, uh, one of his gimmicks was a stand-up bass player would be with him on stage, just doing bass riffs as Mitch Hedberg would do his material. And you might remember Mitch Hedberg as the guy who said, an escalator can never be broken. It can only become stairs. Sorry for the convenience. 
How funny is that? I mean, that's just awesome. Mitch Hedberg also said, I don't have a girlfriend. I just know a girl who'd be really mad if she heard me say that. I'm sorry. Cracks me up. Uh, do you have do, do you have a go-to comedian? Whether it's male or female, I don't care. I laugh at some of Sarah Silverman's stuff, but to be honest with you, Sarah is almost too gross for me. As is Amy Schumer. She's almost too gross for me. Joan Rivers... This is, look, I know this sounds like old guy talking. Joan Rivers, when you go back and you listen to her body of work, she was really very talented. I mean, she took shots later on in life because she didn't know when to get off the stage. But she was very talented and really trailblazing in her day. Um, some of the others, and again, this, he's dead. these guys are dead too. Well, these guys, Otto and George. It's a ventriloquist. It was a ventriloquist act. And funny as hell. Totally adult humor, but funny as anything. And here in Buffalo, uh, we have a guy who is known as Dr. Dirty. Plays the piano and sings very ribald lyrics. I'm surprised, actually, he has not been canceled by cancel culture yet. But John Valby. Give me John Valby when I'm having a bad day and it no longer is a bad day. I, I, I've heard these songs a million times, but it doesn't matter. He still cracks me up. Do you have go-to comedians that always bring you up no matter what is going on in your day? Well, within reason. And I've just I've named some of mine. And there's, there's another guy who's out there. Um, I can't... Um, repeat any of his material off the top of my head but I know who he is because when I'm listening I'll look down and I'll see the name Russell Peters and if somebody makes me laugh enough I will learn their name and then I'll figure out okay why why do they make me laugh so much is there a go-to comedian that you have that absolutely just incredibly cracks you up Drives you absolutely crazy with uh, with laughter, and I've just named some of mine. Want to hear some of yours? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty and one eight hundred six one six W B E N. Your go to comedian that will always pick you up. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We want uh, your telephone calls. Your stand up comedian. Everybody's got their favorites. I've got quite a few favorites. Can't guarantee I will know yours, but you can try to tell us exactly who it is and what they do. 803 0930, star 930, and 1 800 616 WBEN. Let's go to uh, Debbie in Angola. Debbie, you are on. Hello. Hi there. Hey, so about, I'm going to say a year and a half ago, I was having a really rough not just a day, like a while. A close friend of mine said, you need to laugh. Go on Google or YouTube, I'm sorry, and put in the search bar, key and peel, substitute teacher. (laughs) I did that, and I cannot stop watching. I watched that one over and over, and they have tons of uh, videos on there. Oh, is Jacqueline here? Jacqueline? You mean Jacqueline? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Jack Wallen. Yeah, Jack Wallen. Jack Wallen. <laughs> yeah. It oh, is. They are hilarious. You know, Kia and Peel are almost like the early family guy, but with real people, because there are no sacred cows with Kia and Peel. Right. They make fun of everything, and they're good at it. They actually um, lampooned Nazis as well. Have you seen that one? I have not. I've got to see it. Oh, my. I, I don't really want to do it on the air because somebody will take it out of context, especially in this particular uh, time period right now. But uh, right. Are, are there other people uh, besides Key and Peel? Did I mention anybody of whom you have ever heard? George Carlin. Okay. How about Mitch Hedberg? Never heard of him. Stephen Wright. No. Oh, you've got to check out um, Stephen Wright and Mitch Hedberg have a lot of similarities between them. Um, Patrice O'Neill. No. Like I said, my guys are all dead. Stephen Wright is still alive, but um, very funny guy, except um, I I don't know. I've not investigated this fully, but Patrice O'Neill seemed to go on stage without any prepared bit. He just seemed to vamp. The guy was a comedic genius. Unfortunately, he is no longer with us. But I think if, if you like Key and Peel, um, are, are there just out of curiosity, are there other shows that you watch when you want to laugh? I can't think of any. I watch more serious stuff. You know. Well, you know what though? There, there's a time. There's a time for everything. Uh, do you happen yeah. to be um, a fan of Larry the Cable Guy or Jeff Foxworthy? Both, because I'm a Southerner and I can really relate to them. You know what? I, I honestly, I, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't get, I, I don't get them. I mean, I get them, but I don't get them. Um, they, they don't, to be honest with you, Jeff Foxworthy and Larry, the cable guy just don't do a lot for me. And it's not because there's not a little redneck in all of us. It's just, I, I, compared to the, some of the people that they have, uh, on their channel, 
I, I think they're almost like the weak links. Okay. What about Ron White? Ron White, tater tot. Ron White yeah. is, he is hilarious. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. But you know what? Ron White is one of those guys. I mean, one, part of his bit, folks, is he'll smoke on stage and he'll have a glass of bourbon with him on stage. Okay? That's part yeah. of his bit. And he makes a lot of jokes about basically, well, being an alcoholic, which I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, talks about his private jet. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, how much does this guy make? How much money is there in stand-up comedy? Ron White is, to me, he's hilarious. Yes. But he, he's self-deprecating, and I'm sure you've heard the famous tater tot bit about that being his criminal alias. Oh, yes. They call me tater tot. Yes. Impossible not to like that. Anybody else that you like? No. All right, my dear. Thank you, uh, Debbie. I appreciate the call. P, I'm sorry, P, Key and Peel are really funny, and that's Peel, P-E-E-L-E. Um, they, you know what? Saturday Night Live. Remember when Saturday Night Live used to be funny? Probably not because it's been so long since most of us have even watched it. Um, There is a series that might very well have ended in 1979 and been consigned to, well, that was yesterday's TV. Um, It launched a number of big stars. Absolutely no denying that. A number of big stars. But uh, it just, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things I think it's fallen by the wayside. Um, Who is your go-to comedian? Who always cracks you up? You're having a lousy day. Think to yourself, I'm going to go home and I'm going to put blank on YouTube. And all the names I mentioned before, Mitch Hedberg, Otto and George, any one of those guys just totally cracked me up. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Paul in Chicktawaga. Paul, you are on. Hello. Tom, thank you so much for taking my call. Remember the Dean Martin celebrity roast? Well, I was a child when those were out, but uh, I've I've certainly well, heard them in my adult. You-, uh, I, you asked the question, I'm answering it. Um, I'm sorry. I, I have heard them in my adult life, yes. Aren't they hilarious? Don't you think they they didn't let uh, no holds barred? They joked about everything. They had Muhammad Ali on there, Dean, uh, uh, Don Wrinkles, Betty Davis. Everybody was on their show, and they didn't hold back nothing. If, if anyone wants a good laugh, the Dean Martin celebrity roast. Well, uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, celebrity roasts that are worthy, I think, of people's time today. Um, there's a roast they did of uh, Johnny Carson. There's another one they did. I'm not sure who it was, but uh, Ed Sullivan got roasted. Um, Groucho Marx was the king of, of roasting people on stage. Groucho Marx was funny really? as hell. I'll have to watch those. I didn't know that. Yeah, but the, the Dean Martin ones, absolutely hilarious, but... Whoa. Paul, did you just explode? I have always wanted somebody to spontaneously combust on the air. Not that I wish you ill, but that was like, that was pretty awesome. Dude, if that was a fart, I I, I applaud you. I I would high five you. I mean, my goodness. The Dean Martin celebrity. be famous for something. Well, well, there was actually a French comedian uh, of the 1880s and 90s, Le Petomain, um, who basically was a fartiste. Um, 
He no, he he really was. He Joseph Pujol was his name, and you can look him up. Pujol, P-U-J-O-L, and the guy literally was a professional farter. He played at places like uh, the Moulin Rouge, the uh, uh, Red Windmill, and other places. He could basically fart the French national anthem. He could extinguish a candle with his arse at a distance of two feet. Um, the guy had incredible control of his intestinal muscles, and he could draw in air like a bellows and then pump it out at will. He would have been a big hit in first grade. Yeah, he'd have been a hit probably at any grade. Or in the elevator. Oh, my goodness. I Absolutely. Uh, Paul, thank you. I wonder if he could throw that. You're welcome. Thank Tom. you very much. All right, so the the Dean Martin Celebrity Roasts. Well, most of those, I think, are on YouTube. I, but, but, you know, the celebrity roasts are not just limited to the Dean Martin ones. There are a number one, a number of, of roasts that you can check out online um, right now. Well, not now, maybe after six o'clock, a number of them you can check out online that are, are hilarious. Um, one of my favorites, and this is, again, this is going back to vintage television folks, but when they roasted Ed Sullivan and it might have been Jackie Mason. I'm, I'm not sure who it was. Uh, was it Jackie Mason? Was it Bob Hope? Somebody was roasting Ed Sullivan, and it was funny because you could tell that what they were saying was totally true about Ed Sullivan. Here's a guy who's famous and rich because he introduces really talented people. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, that is, that is so true. So yeah, you tell him what it is. And Ed Sullivan, of course, uh, has be, you know has become a one of those um, iconic figures in American culture, often parodied, often imitated. But who is your go-to comedian? 803-0930 or comedians. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is uh, Chuck in uh, uh, Bennington. Chuck, you're on. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you today? Oh, it's a beautiful day. I don't know why I asked you. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a little cold uh, my, outside. It's sunny, but cold. Exactly. Hey, my favorite, and I got to see him uh, around my 50th birthday, which was six years ago. Oh, my goodness. But uh, Gilbert Gottfried, and we can't repeat any of his jokes. Uh, no, we certainly can't, Chuck. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I saw him. I went and saw him at the Helium. Uh, comedy club downtown and the next morning i woke up and my sides hurt from just sheer laughter well i'm gonna i'm gonna let you down here chuck i'm gonna let you down um in the 1980s there were a series of gross joke books that were put out gilbert godfrey all gilbert godfrey did as far as i can determine is he memorized jokes from these books that were out in the 1980s and he presented them with his voice and he i don't think he had any original material except for his delivery what am i but what i like about it is the joke when the jokes what what made me love him so much is when a joke bombed he would just continue to repeat the punchline. Did I tell you? And then he would say the punchline over. If no one laughed, 
did I say? And he would just do it over and over. And you know, I watched people walk out of the Helium Comedy Club because he just kept doing that. Oh, my goodness. Of course, Gilbert Gottfried is no longer with us. Correct. And that is, and I liked his uh, really raunchy, raunchy brand of, of humor. And uh, one of my big regrets is, who's no longer with us, was I heard that Bob Saget, and I've watched some video, um, Bob Saget stand up. Oh boy, if you get a chance to watch it. Oh, I, I've heard, I've heard Bob Saget. Bob Saget was a great stand-up comedian. He was, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. And when you hear these these people without filters, and unfortunately the Dean Martin roast, they were all filtered for TV. Um, can you can you imagine Red Fox unfiltered? Uh, yeah, Sanford and Son. <laughs> Uh, but well, it, that's true. But I mean, it's a good thing they didn't shoot cats on Thanksgiving. Um, you know the punchline of that one. Uh, yes. But yes, uh, thank you very much, Chuck. I appreciate the call very much, um, Gilbert Gottfried. Remember when I said earlier, it's it's content, it's it's the material, it's the timing, and it's the delivery. And Gilbert Gottfried's content as far as I can determine, was all lifted out of these joke books from the 1980s. Utterly gross jokes. Completely gross jokes. How do I know this? Because I had those books. And I knew all those jokes. So every time Gilbert Gottfried is on, I know what the punchline is going to be, even if I haven't seen or heard that particular bit before. Uh, but Gilbert, again, sadly, no, no longer with us but uh, will be remembered. He actually got a role as a horse on Family Guy once. Remember that? He did. Uh, he was the bird on Aladdin, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, very a very unique voice he had, Gilbert Gottfried. Your go-to comedians. I, I love what everybody has called in with so far. And you know what? If you're 30 years old or 40 years old, I don't want you to think that Dean Martin roasts are not funny. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. I mean, I can listen to roasts they did in the 1950s and know half the people who are on the roast, but the material is just incredible. So don't write off old people of whom you have never heard. For example, Bob Hope. I say Bob Hope. I mean, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes. Oh, my goodness. My grandparents listen to Bob Hope. I urge you to listen to Bob Hope with a fresh set of ears. The man gave a lot of his life to his country, and he was funny as hell. His delivery was terrific, and he managed to stay relatively contemporary, which was no small feat. So I have a great respect for Bob Hope as a comedian. Here is uh, Pete in Tonawanda. Pete, you're on WBEN. What do you have as far as a go-to comedian? Tom, I love the roast and the uh, Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. She was absolutely hilarious. The one thing about Phyllis Diller, I'd like your thoughts on this, that I thought was annoying. She laughed a lot at her own jokes. <laughs> That's so funny. She did. But, and Jonathan Winters. Oh, Jonathan Winters was amazing. Tom, you were just talking to my twin brother Paul, who was talking to you. Oh, so, it's do we sound alike. Uh, I, I, no, I'm not. I, I, I'm not good with voices. 
mean, it's like, I don't know if you sound alike or not. Uh, to me, you're a name on a screen, and you're somebody I'm talking to on a phone. I'm a robot doing this show. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. I turn the radio on, I hear my brother's voice. I had to call you. Well, all right. Now you both can talk about that at Thanksgiving this year. And you're both great callers. <laughs> Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Phyllis Diller, a very, very funny lady. And again, guys, I know that some of you are in your 30s or 40s and you hear the name Phyllis Diller and you think you're grandparents and, oh, why don't they talk about Lawrence Welk? Well, maybe we should because, no, we're not going to talk about Lawrence Welk. I don't care if Christopher Cross's dad played with Lawrence Welk from time to time. I don't care. We're not talking about him. But um, Phyllis Diller absolutely... Uh, was hilarious. And by the way, I mentioned Joan Rivers before. The transformation of Joan Rivers from this upcoming young female comic of the 1960s to what she became later on was amazing. She totally changed with the times. The Joan Rivers of the 1960s was not the Joan Rivers of the 1990s. I mean, she's dropping F-bombs and everything else. You never could imagine Joan Rivers in the 1960s doing that. But again, she changed with the times. And look, I'm somebody who believes I ought to be able to say any word I want on the radio without worry about being fined by the FCC. Because contemporary community standards, whose community are we talking about? Trappist monks or the real world? 803-0930. Then the key with profanity is you can never use it too much because it loses its effectiveness. But there are times when an F-bomb properly placed on this show would make this show so much better. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Getting some good suggestions here. I hope you guys are keeping notes. Go to comedians. Go to comedians. And I don't know if you find this to be the case, but the people I liked when I was young, George Carlin, Cheech and Chong, I still like. But there's a whole new crop, and in some cases, a whole new crop of people who aren't new, but I'm just hearing about them, who are just so incredibly good. I mean, Mitch Hedberg has been dead for, what, 15 or so years. Yet, you listen to Mitch Hedberg today, and it sounds like he might as well have been doing the bit yesterday. He, he's that he's that good. Timeless. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We have traffic accidents out the wazoo. If you want to report any to Allen, you can use the Volkswagen Orchard Park text board at 803-0930, 803-0930. He can read it. I still can't. The up-close vision just ain't working um, as it should. And I had an eye doctor today, so my pupils are totally dilated. I hope I don't get pulled over. They're going to think I'm stoned. I'm not. It's just the dilation drop. Seriously. It's uh, 357 at News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.